Hi, I'm Ken Kessler, and welcome to the Sounds of Christmas podcast. If you're new to this podcast, I want to start by saying thanks for joining us. If you're not new, welcome back. Either way, I'm glad you're here. Now, to avoid any confusion, I want to start off by saying there won't be any music played here. This is a place for conversation. I'll talk about Christmas music and some related topics, sometimes by myself and sometimes with guests. If you're looking for music, just go to soundsofchristmas.com and click on the tree or the player on the front page or on the Listen Now page. We play the best variety of Christmas music all year long. Well, except in October, when we play the best variety of Halloween music. Around this time last year, I did an episode about Christmas music at the Grammys. The reason for that, or at least the inspiration for that, came from Chanticleer, who won a Grammy for Best Engineered Album Classical for their album, Chanticleer Sings Christmas. It got me to wondering what other Christmas music has been to the Grammys. This year, three of the five nominees for Best Traditional Pop Vocal Album were Christmas albums. Kelly Clarkson, When Christmas Comes Around, Nora Jones, I Dream of Christmas, and Pentatonics Evergreen. Michael Bublé actually won this category for his non-Christmas album, Higher. Since we're between the Grammys and the Oscars, I thought I'd revisit the former and then delve into the latter. So, how many other Christmas albums have won Grammys? Well, plenty have been nominated, but it looks like only seven have actually won awards. By the way, this information was a little tricky to research, so I apologize if I missed any or otherwise got things wrong. I'm not sure this one counts, but it seems like an appropriate way to get started. In 1974, Bing Crosby's version of White Christmas won a special Grammy Award being inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame. He previously received the Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award in 1963, but otherwise wasn't even nominated for any other Grammys. Now, to be fair, the Grammy Awards were first awarded in 1959. Bing's last appearance on the pop charts was for Adeste Fidelis in 1960. The first Grammy Award for Christmas music appears to have been given out in 1967 for the soundtrack to the television special How the Grinch Stole Christmas. This award wasn't for the music, which was actually sung by Thurl Ravenscroft, who was not credited for the songs for a long time. The Grammy, however, was in the spoken word category, and it was for Boris Karloff for his narration included on the soundtrack. This isn't Boris's only connection to Christmas, by the way. Beginning in 1940, he used to dress up as Santa every Christmas to hand out presents to physically disabled children in a Baltimore hospital. The next Grammy for Christmas music didn't happen for over 20 years. In 1988, Larnell Harris won the award for Best Gospel Performance Male for his album, which was simply called Christmas. This was his fifth Grammy Award overall. His first two were shared with Sandy Patty. A few years later, Christmas appeared at the Grammys again, this time Take Six won for Best Vocal Jazz Performance for their album He Is Christmas. This was their fifth Grammy Award, and since then they've won three more. In 1999, Shirley Caesar won the Grammy for Best Traditional Soul Gospel Album for Christmas with Shirley Caesar. She won a total of 12 Grammy Awards, and five of those were for this same category, but this was the only Christmas one. A few years later, B.B. King won the Grammy for Best Traditional Blues Album for A Christmas Celebration of Hope. This was his 12th Grammy, and he would go on to win three more. 
In 2007, the Grammy for Best Musical Album for Children went to the Muppets for A Red and Green Christmas. And when that was re-released in 2011, it included a bonus track that featured Andrea Bocelli. Stephen Colbert won the Grammy for Best Comedy Album for A Colbert Christmas, The Greatest Gift of All. Elvis Costello, John Stewart, John Legend, Toby Keith, and Willie Nelson also appeared on this one, but it's definitely not for everyone. Hard to believe that's it, isn't it? I felt the same, so I went to Grammy.com and searched for some of the most well-known makers of Christmas music just to see if I missed something. I started with Nat King Cole. He won one Grammy. That was for Best Performance by a Top 40 Artist for the song Midnight Flyer in 1959. He was nominated six other times, but none of those were for Christmas music. However, he was awarded a Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award in 1990. Burl Ives. He also won one Grammy Award. That was for Best Country and Western Recording for Funny Way of Laughing in 1963. He was nominated for three others, but none were Christmas songs. Elvis Presley won three Grammy Awards, two for How Great Thou Art and one for He Touched Me. He was nominated 11 other times, but none of those were for Christmas music. Frank Sinatra won nine Grammys and was nominated 22 other times, but none for Christmas music. Andy Williams was nominated for six Grammys, none for Christmas music, and he didn't win any. On the Grammy website, you'll see that Andy Williams did win one, but they have him confused with the Andy Williams who plays drums for Casting Crowns, who did win a Grammy for their album Life Song, which, by the way, not a Christmas album. Dean Martin was only nominated for one Grammy, and that was for his album Everybody Loved Somebody. He did receive a posthumous Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award in 2009. Johnny Mathis was nominated for five Grammys, and while he hasn't won any, his most recent nomination was for his album Sending You a Little Christmas in 2013. Percy Faith won two Grammys and was nominated five other times, but none for Christmas music. Ray Conniff won one and had two other nominations, but none for Christmas music. Perry Como had one win and three other nominations, but again, none for Christmas music. Tony Bennett has won 19 Grammys and been nominated 22 other times. His album, A Swingin' Christmas with the Count Basie Big Band, was nominated in 2008. I started to wonder at this point if I was looking for artists whose work was just too old, so I tried more recent artists. Neither Mannheim Steamroller nor Trans-Siberian Orchestra have been nominated for any of their Christmas music. Mariah Carey has won five Grammys and been nominated 29 other times, but none of those were for her Christmas music. Harry Connick Jr. has won three Grammys, had 13 other nominations, but none for Christmas music. Michael Buble has won five Grammys and been nominated for seven others. His album Christmas was nominated in 2013. Now let's move on to the Academy Awards. Like the Grammys, research for this was a little tricky, as the Academy has changed the names of music categories quite a bit over the years. But here's what I've been able to find. The Oscar for Best Original Song was introduced as a category at the 7th Academy Awards held in February of 1935. Nominations are made by Academy members who are songwriters and composers, and the winners are chosen by the Academy membership as a whole. 15 songs are shortlisted before nominations are announced. In 1942, 
White Christmas from the movie Holiday Inn won an Oscar. And that's it. Really, that's the only one. For the most part, Christmas movies don't show up on Oscar ballots. And of the ones that do, Christmas movie music shows up even less. In 1970, Thank You Very Much from Scrooge was nominated for Best Original Song. It doesn't really have anything to do with Christmas, but like Die Hard, it wouldn't have happened without Christmas. So it was Christmas dependent. It's the song Scrooge hears, sung by people who are relieved they don't have to pay him and won't lose their homes because he's dead. That was the thing that he did that made everybody happy that they're thanking him so much. In 1990, Somewhere in My Memory from Home Alone was nominated. 2004, Believe from the Polar Express was nominated. Both of those in the category of Best Original Song. There have been a few other music categories that have seen Christmas songs pop up. Holiday Inn was nominated for Best Original Score. In 1944, Christmas Holiday was nominated for Best Scoring of a Musical Picture. Christmas Holiday is a film noir crime movie which starred Gene Kelly, and while it starts on Christmas Eve, has very little to do with Christmas. In 1947, The Bishop's Wife was nominated for Best Scoring of a Dramatic or Comedy Picture. In 1961, Babes in Toyland was nominated for Best Scoring of a Musical Motion Picture. Scrooge and Home Alone were both nominated for Best Original Song Score in 1970 and 1990, respectively. And in 1996, The Preacher's Wife was nominated for Best Original Musical or Comedy Score. And that's it. So what does all of this mean? Well, I'm pretty sure for the artists, winning a Grammy or an Oscar means a lot probably for their family, friends, and fans too. But I don't think it necessarily means anything for Christmas music. I get somewhere in the neighborhood of a thousand new Christmas songs sent to me every year. Spotify says that they add about 60,000 songs to their platform every day. That's almost 22 million songs a year. To be recognized by the music industry for your work out of millions of others is quite an achievement. But it doesn't mean that those millions of other songs aren't good or even great. And subjectively, some may say that they're even better. The same is true of Christmas music. I think it's terrific that Chanticleer picked up a Grammy last year for uh, Chanticleer Sings Christmas and that three of the five albums nominated for Best Traditional Pop Vocal Album this year were Christmas albums. I also think there's a good chance that this kind of thing just might get more people to listen to those albums even in February. And I'm all for spreading the Christmas music around. I have lots of new favorite Christmas songs and albums every year. Some I think capture that feeling of Christmas better than others. Others are just beautiful takes on classic songs or wonderful new songs that I love for reasons I might not even be able to articulate. And you might like different ones. You probably do. And that's okay. That's a big part of the reason that The Sounds of Christmas plays so many different songs. Sooner or later, you're bound to hear your favorite, even if it never won any award at all. Thanks so much for listening and for continuing to support The Sounds of Christmas Station and Podcast. Anytime you're ready for Christmas music, we're ready for you. Just go to soundsofchristmas.com and click on the tree or the player on the front page or on the Listen Now page. You can also grab our app in the Google Play Store and take the music with you wherever you go. 
And as far as this podcast goes, we're now on over 30 podcasting sites. So if you didn't find us on your favorite today, just search for the Sounds of Christmas next time you go there, and I'm pretty sure you'll see our tree. Then you can subscribe and you'll never miss another episode. If you have comments or suggestions on this episode, previous episodes, or the Sounds of Christmas station, feel free to reach out to me on social media or through the website. Thanks again. And may you always believe in Santa Claus.